Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Just the beginning, it's not the end. You will hear me sing once more. I'll be on the wind forevermore. CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 
3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in today and of course all the lands were stolen and never ceded. And out of the out of the pan is a show covering pansexual and LGBTIQA plus issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, and today's genre. More on that in a minute. Um, if you want to get in touch with the program, there's lots of ways to do it. You can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com, SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. Tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Golden AM and Out of the Pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And remember, any opinions on the show that I state are expressly my own. Shouldn't be anything too triggering on the show today, to my knowledge. Um, We'll be discussing journeys of coming out, but don't see anything too huge at this point. Uh, If so, we'll mention numbers to contact as needed. Well... Um, opened up today with something that has got me excited. Um, not just tracky dacks and runners on today. I've dragged out my 27-year-old Western boots bought in um, Texas in 1994 because I'm very excited to have on the show today a special guest who is an out Australian country artist who's just released a debut single. It is my pleasure to welcome to the 3CR airwaves and for me the Zoom waves. Um, Willow, welcome to 3CR. Thank you. Good morning. It is so good to um, have you um, with me today and um, a couple of things to, on upon which to check in. Um, first of all, can I just check if um, it's okay to ask which pronouns you use, if any? Um, I, in the LGBTQI, uh, gay, openly gay guy. Openly yeah. gay guy. And um, in terms of gender, using um, pronouns like he, him would be my best guess. Correct, yeah. And also checking in which um, land, uh, Aboriginal land or lands upon which you currently are zooming in from. Yeah, I'd like to pay my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Great indeed. Not to um, somewhere nearby to me, um, though of course we seem so far away at the moment. But one thing that, well, um, brings brings us together is music. And as sometimes I think I'm about one of the um, five um um, fans of country and western in the LGBTIQA plus communities, <laughs> and when information came to me a few weeks ago that you were um, re- an out Australian artist releasing a single, I thought, "Woohoo!" And we just heard it um, release um, appropriately enough. Um, it's well. Let's start um, first. Tell us about. Let's start. You know, just bounce off the tracks to start the track to start with. Tell us about release, how it came about, what's it about for you, what are you, what are you communicating with it. Release came to me, I've spent a lot of my younger years travelling around Australia, living in the top end, um, Melbourne, Brisbane, Sydney, out west. I'm a, I'm a central Queensland boy from the country. Um, so I guess the song is really a love letter to, to Australia, to the landscape. It's, um, it's like a spiritual connection that I have to to the landscape, to the to the animals, to the people I've I've met and encountered. It's 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 yeah, it kind of tells the story of, of that journey. I think that's that's a really good start and it does to an extent acknowledge why we want to, to some extent why we want to do acknowledge the countries we are on. 
Um, it gives that sense of connection rather than it just being a tick box ritual. And I know when I'm at my home, I uh, I found out that my so the name of my suburb now originally um, came from Aboriginal words meaning lyrebird, and now I have this vision of lyrebirds all around the streets, which is re- really awesome. And I think it is important That's we beautiful. are. We are an amazing, unique, um, well, set of lands on this continent and surrounding islands. Um, obviously, you know, very, very important to you. You know, if you sort of thought over the years what it is that, you know, really touches you about the lands and the flora and fauna. Well, I, one of the reasons why I was constantly on the move as a younger person was because I did struggle with my identity and, and who mm. I was. Um, namely my sexuality and the confusion. Um, I spent a lot of years struggling with depression. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the way that I often dealt with it was to basically go walkabout. Mm -hmm. I would just, uh, one day I was in one space and and if need be, I would um, either hitchhike or I would jump in a car if I had one at the time and I would just go because I found solace and also found um, an inner peace when I was on the move, when I was moving through the landscape. And so I think for me, even now today, everything for me um, is more important what's on the inside. I'm not, I'm not a materialistic or um, socially aware kind of guy because most of, most of my happiness comes from how I feel within and that's, being in the landscape is where I'm most happiest. That's where it's where I feel like my glass is not only full but overflowing. Well, I, I can, you know, I can first of all totally affirm that. And I mean, it's great that you have that sense of connection to what gives you that inner peace. And I sometimes think that, you know, um, one day I'd like to perhaps live by a beach and be calmed and soothed by walking. I know when I go for a walk on the mm-hmm. beach and set close second in a bush setting or nat- nature setting, but if you can get both, it's awesome as well. But um, I yeah. do love that. I just feel it's like um, my, if we can change genres for a second, it's like my stress level goes down to use the spinal tap motion of starting at 11 on the amplifier. It just goes down to zero um, within yes. an hour. Yeah. Um, so it is a very peaceful thing, but you've touched on yeah something that I think is of huge relevance to our listeners. And I will just say that if anyone... Um, is struggling with any mental health issues, please reach out. We had Are You OK Day this week and, of course, Switchboard for LGBTI QA plus people, which is part of the Nationwide Q Life Network, is there on 1-800-184-527. Um, you know, so, you know, there's obviously that battle going on and you said, and you grew up, you are now on Wurundjeri lands, but you grew up um, in lands that were certainly not um, covered by metropolitan areas and cities um, way back when. Way back when. I was um, growing up on the Sapphire Gemfields, which uh, is about almost four hours inland from Rockhampton. Mm. Um, So you go probably 11 hours northwest of Brisbane. Wow. So it was it was a fairly homophobic, um, narrow-minded kind of time um, growing up in the 70s and, and 80s in that area. But the beautiful part is is not only um, obviously with with growing up and and discovering who I am. I actually came out while I was in the army of all places. Oh, but 
but the um, the interesting part of my journey is that not only was I able to heal and and work through my issues and and um, find a, a place of happiness and um, I guess comfort with with who I am, um, but going back to the gem fields more recently, approximately nine years ago, I went back to to care for family, and and that was as an openly gay guy, and I found a community that was really very accepting. Um, it was a very diverse community, and and I, um, being an entertainer, I created a couple of uh, local programs that we did out there. We uh, hosted two Mardi Gras and, um, and I did a, a monthly Blingo, which was a parody of bingo and, and trivia. And we did it to raise funds for local community groups. And, and in the space of nine months, we did one, one night a month and, um, and my pseudo character, Heidi Hole, who's a little bit naughty, um, we managed to raise, we raised about $23,000 over the, over the course of nine shows, which was really, really nice. So, so I went from a childhood that wasn't overly pleasant in an environment that was quite homophobic and then went back and, and, um, and I think because I went back as an authentic human being, people connected with that person. They weren't, it wasn't about my sexuality. It was about my authenticity. So important there. That must, I mean, to to go back to that, you know, that space, and I mean, I, you know, I, I don't like to generalise about anything um, for a lot, but I will say for a long time the generalisation was that there was more um, positivity for rainbow people in, say, bigger cities, inner city, that mm. sort of thing. So when yeah, you had, when you, well, I'll say you chose to go back, although, you know, I was a, obviously, I was sort of nearly said had to go back, but obviously you wanted to care for family, and you'd mm. had that childhood. Um, was there any anxiety about going back, given what you'd been through earlier in life? Not really. Um, by that stage, I came out when I was um, about 24 years old. I'm, I'm now 53. Mm-hmm. I came out when I was 24 and I was, I was in the army and, and it took, took a long time for me to find my feet and find, you know, what was comfortable for me. But then I had a lot of wonderful experiences, some of those rural, some of them, because um, I didn't just live in in uh, urban areas. I still would um, find myself in, in semi-rural or regional areas. Uh, so, so I guess I'd found, because of the, the way that I, I guess, presented myself in, in those communities, was more about, who I was as a person and not so much my sexuality. I, I just never encountered a, a great deal of um, uh, indifference or, or homophobia because of, just because of um, what I brought to the table, I guess, you know, I was heavily involved in community, you know, support, fundraising, um, would put on shows and different things that would, would help um, in diff- different aspects of local community arts things. So, so I just, yeah, I, I was never burdened, I guess, moving forward. I was never burdened with, with that side of um, life that, that I know so many of my um, queer compatriots have faced and still do today. So I was very lucky in that regard. Yeah. I wanted to just um, check in then um, again. I mean, 
generalisation, of course, but the army and the military can be seen as big inverted commas, macho, masculine, yes. that sort of thing. But you came out and, um, you know, sort of um, you know, how how did um, – and did you, you got – it seems you got sort of a supportive space and supportive people at the time. Very much so. I came out probably – it was approximately six months after – the, um, the military had changed the laws in relation to allowing um, mm-hmm. the LGBTQI community to enlist. Um, so on that level, there certainly wasn't any pushback there. But uh, I was in the Signals Corps, which isn't one of the, ah. you, know, you know, it wasn't one of the rough and tumble um, corps. But it, even in that, um, you know, everyone from the top, right down to to the lowest rank were very very supportive um and i had the big boss call me down to his office when he found out and uh, he was a little bit uncomfortable and wasn't sure how to use the words but he basically asked you know is everything okay um is there anything that i can help with and has anybody given you any grief because if they have i want to be the first person to know so i was i was supported um but also i have this incredible knack to to uh, be in the right place at the right time or just happen to have the right people in my pocket because shortly after he said that the next thing we discussed was you know how we were going to formulate the plan for playing volleyball that Friday night you know I was the star I was the star setter on his volleyball team so you know I, I yeah I just I've always found myself in in a situation where I'm supported more more than not which is very, very awesome. Um, I just had some comments come in from one of our awesome listeners. Um, Hoffler has um, said, great to see um, open out guests in a musical genre that has been conservative in the past. Nice one, Sally. And Thank Hoffler is also said, has also said, and I've known this for a long time, as a Prince fan, he's open to all music that's healing and positive. But Prince did all genres, which I think says lots in itself. Yeah, um, he was amazing. And I think that's really cool. So... I think it's it's great that you've had that journey and now formulating. But I suppose the question that comes up, and you've you've mentioned you're 53 now, so born in the late 1960s, and finally put out a debut single. I mean, everything happens when it happens, happens for a reason. Mm. Um, I suppose there's two things that what um, sort of um, what's your connection to um, country and western types of music, and second. Um, you know, sort of, well, is there a reason that um, you've put out this single at around 53, you know, into your 50s, um, you know, um, at 53 now? Yeah, it definitely, um, if if you were um, a music industry kind of uh, person, I guess you would say that 53 is a little late to be coming to the stage. Um, I had, I had, I guess, tinkered, Um, around the peripherals for many years but I also acknowledge that it took me a long time to get the hang of this crazy little thing called life (laughs) Um, I wasn't always the happiest or easiest person to deal with Um, and and each time I did try to move forward there was an obstacle that I just found a little too high to get over so so this this timing is right for me. Um, the songs that I've written for this album um, were written at a time 
that were, you know, a very important time for me. And, and, and the album itself has a lot of beautiful, powerful messages. Um, but my, my musicality comes from, you know, my favourite band was ABBA. Uh-huh. And um, my mother was a country singer and she, she loved Merle Haggard and she loved all of those old sort of crooners with that really deep, rich voice. Um, my dad doesn't have a musical bone in his body, but um, it's, it's something that I always knew that if I could, if I could stay, stay positive and well enough and, and work on my health and, and, and work on my mental health, um, I always knew that at some point my dream would come to fruition. And, and I, 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 don't, I don't put a figure or, a, or anything on what success looks like. Um, in relation to, you know, if I don't ever sell an album in my life, that doesn't bother me. But if it sells a million, then that's great. My success is the fact that today I'm still here, that I'm talking to you, and that there's this fabulous album that I'm about to release. Wow, lot, lots in there to, t- to talk about um, um, that, that just comes to mind, that you have come out the other end. And I think that it says something that when we can get to be our True selves, our creativity—you know—it unblocks our creativity. Mm-hmm. Can come through whether it's musical, sculpting, or any field. Really, it doesn't have to be Absolutely. what we call art, so to speak. And um, having um, lots of um, comments again, still more from Hoffler, loving your positivity. Um, and I think that's um, just to um, come. We'll say come back to a little practicality. I mean, you put out the debut single this week and you're um you're recording a full album as well um how you know obviously um we discussed just before we came on air we discussed that you recently moved down this way and are enduring your first lockdown um how is that affecting it how are we going with that um any expectations or rough time frame for an album release um what sort of songs the whole caboodle really (laughs) yeah so the album is called out of my hands um which is apt, I guess, because even though when I was 21, I was hoping that I'd already be in the music industry, but life happened. And, you know, so it's been out of my hands. And, and the, the album is a, it's an incredible, incredible uplifting journey for the most part. Um, there is one song in there, which is my dad's song, um, which is called Please Make It Me. But Apart from that, it is, it's a beautiful, it's very melodic, uh, lots of harmonies, uh, like that song that, that you just played before release. It's, it's a very good driving, uplifting um, album. We've got, we've got it penned in for Tamworth Country Music Festival mm-hmm. in January. Um, obviously, with the pandemic, that may change, but at the moment we've got a free, uh, it's a free album launch, which is going to be at the um, Capitol Theatre at uh, January 19 and I've got a I've got a website if you go to willowmusic.com.au you can uh, get the free tickets book the free tickets um, there um, and we're still we actually did a, a possible launch a possible campaign for the album and um, and you can also check out the possible site because anyone that sort of goes on to that site and gets the album via there they'll get the album about a month before its its official release in January. So so we're looking at a January release and um but pandemic may uh, throw up 
um, a roadblock or two in, along the way, but we'll just we'll wait and see. That's the plan. Yeah. Oh, I'll look forward to that. I mean, it's I have to say I've never been to Tamworth, um, so I've got to get finally get up there, and I'm hoping to Absolutely. go with um, my two family of origin members who. Um, both love country as well. So, mm. gosh, I'd love to get along to, to your show if and that it's, happens. It's the 50th anniversary this year Ooh. of the Tamworth, so it'll be a big one. It will be a big one. Okay, then. Um, now, I've got a few specific music type of questions from um, Ho- um, Hoffler, who's come in. Um, um, you know, and I'll run these in... Um, particular order any any artists artists that you admire of any any genre background etc yeah as i mentioned before um when i was a kid we didn't have music in the house so i never heard music unless it was at a friend's place or or uh, somewhere else so um it was fairly limited in the in the early stages but abba were a massive influence on on um my musicality my album and um and how i write is based in melody and harmony which is a very abba thing to do um and then moving forward from there um you know people like katie lang i think mm. uh, her, her her vocal ability mm. is just mesmerizing i can sit and listen to her all day um eva cassidy i think is stunning um, but I love everything. I love disco, um, you know, good disco, and I'll be on the dance floor all night. I just <laughs> love it. Um, and I guess in recent times, um, I think I think what Pink writes and how she she presents herself is very courageous. It's very bold. She writes a great song. She hasn't. I haven't heard a dud song yet, um, but. Uh, but yeah, I just if it's a good song, I really don't mind where it comes from. I recently fell in love with um, Disturbed version of um, Sound of Silence. Have you heard that? I haven't heard that. Okay, it is ludicrously good. They're they're a I guess they would be called a death metal rock band. I'm not sure what the, the official term is, but. Their version of, of Sounds of Silence is breathtaking. It's just phenomenal. And I don't mind. Like, I can listen to Andre Rieu through to the Dixie Chicks, through to I'm okay with it. If the Wiggles wrote a good song, I'm there. Well, I do know of Disturbed. I'm just, um, um, here's diversity at its most diverse. They yes. did the theme song for a, a 1990s atti- World Wrestling Entertainment Attitude Era wrestler. I'm just trying to remember. Oh, um, right. Yeah. Um, whether, whether it was, um, um, I think it was Stone Cold, my actual um, nemesis where I get my Twitter hand, um, handle from. Um, so okay. I do know yeah. of them. Um, yes, Glass Shatters is by Disturbed. Um, Stone Cold's Austin theme. I was almost... I was just sorry. I was probably having an increased heart rate when you mentioned it. Um, and of course, Abba putting out new material. I also have to say, for what it's worth, that I sometimes think when I heard Ingenue in 1992, that started getting oh. right through to my subconscious. I started yeah. coming out as trans and then by 1995 yeah. onwards. And I sometimes mm-hmm. think that just sort of drilled through 
down below all the fog, so to speak. So with you on mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, and of course, um, just at about three minutes past one today, I'll be on your possible campaign for sure. Um, oh, beautiful. Gladly supporting that, and I'll make sure I get links to that into the podcast as well. Um, but so much in, you know, so much in there. And, you know, I also like what you say that sometimes we all want to do things and it just doesn't quite feel like it's the right time. And as I say, and now you feel like you're just so ready for it. Um, that, yeah. you know, sometimes the creativity and the timing isn't there and now it is there and it's, and I'm with you as well. I mean, for my, you know, I get ribbed about country music, but a good song is a good song, words, lyrics, music, um, That's correct. um the whole yeah. thing. Mm. I just, I just really think you, you're someone who's settled, who's who's got it all. Um, we did have some specific um, artist questions about which ones you've liked or heard about. Again, from Hoffler, um, are you a Dolly Parton specific. fan? <laughs> oh gosh, look, I think she is. She will be one of the most long loved and long lived and remembered entertainers and songwriters i saw her live in brisbane a few years back when she came through Mm. and not only has she written some of the most incredible songs but she is funny gosh she is funny Mm. she had she had the audience and she's she is um you know down south christian god-loving god-fearing you know girl and she is naughty she's very very naughty on stage some of some of her innuendo um, jibes and jesting with the audience was fantastic, and you know when you're in a stadium uh, type venue and you just hear an entire audience, because some there were some things that she said which only part of the audience got, and <laughs> then because we got it, the rest of the audience slowly got it, and then there was this ripple effect through the audience. Dolly Parton is phenomenal. Um, and and because I've been put on the spot, I'm just I'm a bit blank as to you know there's so many other great artists and singer songwriters that that I love and adore, but I've I've sort of drawn a blank at the moment. That's all right. I do I do have to say I've seen Dolly twice myself, um, um, once um, with different friends at different times, and on one of the concerts mm. we had um, the front row was. A, 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 dra- um, a drag queen or queens, and B, a trans man I know well who it was his 30th birthday and she wished him a happy birthday. Wow, and it is, right. it is that amazing thing that she has such a range of genres and, um, yeah. you know, she's very she's pro-sex work and supportive of that. Um, Absolutely. You know, of course, her donations Absolutely. to funding um, COVID vaccines, awesome stuff. The two yeah. other questions in from Hoffler um, – uh, and we'll get do the more general one first. Um, how does Willow see the changes in the music industry with inclusion, especially more LGBTIQA plus artists? I'm I'm really pleased for one, but um, I, I love the way that the um, the younger generations coming through are influencing how some of us older generations are having to navigate the music world and, and how we are more inclusive. Um, I like I like the way that also the genres are blending, mm. um, you know, like in, in country, um, in America especially, there's, you know, the blending of country with R&B and, and opening up different worlds and different avenues for conversation. Um, sorry about that noise in the background. My neighbour's decided he's going to do the lawn. No, I'm not coming uh, through at my end. <laughs> oh, you can't hear it? No. 
Oh, that's good. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it's the beautiful thing with arts and, and music and, create, you know, the creative um, industry is that, that we are the, the storytellers who, who do create the change or make the change or at least, um, you know, put forward the argument for change. Sometimes we aren't heard. Uh, sometimes those people listening don't want to hear what we've got to say because it's a little bit confronting. But, you know, I come from a very homophobic area and there were people who were very homophobic towards me who came to my first Mardi Gras dressed in drag. You know, we can, we can if, we, if we stay positive and if we don't buy into the fear-mongering and, and the negativity... And if we just stay true to who we are, then we most definitely can create a dialogue that allows some more of the closed-minded folk to join in the party. I wow! I mean, I just uh, absolutely, um, you know, just brilliantly said. I can't say more. And then one last question that came in from Hoffler that I want to cover, given that he's asked. Um, what do you think of American artists like Lil Nas, who's also changing the landscape um, that of the country genre in his own unique way? And that was a really specific one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I just once again, I, I think um, I love that that music can can show the diversity of who we are as LGBTQI plus people like we're we're often depicted you know one-dimensional and 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 it's normally you know we're either damaged or we're alcohol or there's drugs or you know we're semi-clad with sparkles and you know but but we are such a diverse Mm. culture and 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 the beautiful thing with with music and arts and having such a a variety of people you know and ages you know like um, I'm coming to it as a middle-aged man and, you know, and then all of these younger ones that are coming through with their stories, I, I just think the more the merrier and, and, um, and the better and the better we are for it. Totally, totally with you. Um, I think you, you've got it and Hoffler's pl- pl- I'm sending in many comments. Music also unites people. Um, very, you know, totally agree with that. You, I have to say on a personal level, you've given me a, a boost. One day I might get around to formally recording um, a song that I wrote and performed first over 20 years ago uh, called Kosher Bisexual Transgender Cowgirl um, and others. Oh, wow. <laughs> I want to hear that. Well, um, you've, you, I, I say very warmly, you've given me a little bit of a push to do it. Um, and, well, what else am I doing in lockdown or limited time at the moment so i'll find yes. a way to do it um yeah i just a great idea i'd love to hear that all right well you can there is a, a rough version of it online if you um, um which i've put up on vimeo somewhere so um, if you want to have a, a listen to a, a small concert i gave a few years ago um and it has been performed as part of a couple of sort of um narrative comedy shows that i did but that's another story it's um, not about me but the main thing is you've really prompted me to to record and record authentically. Um, and I think that's something that's lost. I mean, you know, um, that get, can we can get lost, as you say, in outside influences and pop product and all that sort of thing, which, you know, has its place, but we've also got to find spaces for um, authentic um, expression in art. And I think 
Wow. I just think you've done that incredibly well. You've had challenges, totally acknowledged them. You've come out the other end and you're living just, you just seem, you know, like you are in that authentic, positive heart, truly positive space, not rah-rah positive, but, you know, authentically positive as well. And I hugely, hugely commend you for that. And therefore, as you said earlier, however you define success, it will be deserved and it'll be what you want. And I think that's just incredible and I think uplifting when we, you know, at times we do have LGBTIQA plus people struggling, it says you can be yourself, which is incredibly, incredibly welcome. Thank you so much. That's, that's beautifully said. Yeah. Thank you. So once again, how do people find out about, um, um, you know, um, you let's just get that website in again, the, um, what's the best way to find the possible campaign, all those links, let's put them in. And as I say, I'll make sure they go into the podcast link for today as well. Yeah. So, um, you can get my new single, um, or pre-purchase the album. Just go to, to, um, my website, which is willowmusic.com.au. Um, and you'll find the link to the possible site to my single, um, and any other information on there as well. Um, I've got a, uh, Willow Music Insta um, for Instagram. I'm fairly new to, to some of these these technologies, so there's not <laughs> a lot up there at the moment. But, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm slowly getting the hang of hang of it. So, but but yeah, I've I've really really enjoyed chatting to you today. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Well, very, very, very much so as well. And yes, um, well, two, I'm very much so on two things. As a f- nearly 56-year-old, I'm, um, I'm sort of, oh, I feel, I feel so cool. I've, I joined Instagram this year. Oh, whoop-de-doo! Probably, <laughs> uh, probably everyone's on TikTok version four or something. I don't, I don't right. know. These young people. Um, seriously, yeah, yeah. I, I want to say very genuinely, it's just been a beautiful conversation, and I was, I'm. Uh, you know, my, the thought struck me a bit earlier that um, when I do have my break, which will usually be in January, well, I've already got one show to repeat lined up very, very quickly. It's been a beautiful, uplifting, genuine conversation. Um, wishing you every happiness across all of your life, Willow. And thanks so much for um, being on Out of the Pan on 3CR today. Well, thank you very much. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself and, and um, good day to everyone out there. Thank you. Thanks so much. Just hang on a second. I'll fire up some more music and we'll just um, chat off air. Um, And um, you are on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Sometimes I need to leave the hall light on And it ain't easy to admit that At my age, I get afraid of the dark When I sleep alone Sometimes I swear I'm in twilight zone I wake up with my hands shaking From bad dreams that seem so real But when I sleep with you I sleep
sleep easy just like babies do My dreams are warm and sweet the whole night through When I sleep Just in case I need to call you In the dead of night To hear the sound of your voice But when I sleep with you I sleep easy just like babies do My dreams are warm and sweet the whole night When a girl faking her friendliness Held out her hand and said Now do you know You can save the planet With your credit card And payments once a week She touched my arm and called me gorgeous Now I'm sponsoring a school in Mozambique Look what happens when I go out on my own Without you beside me Oh, my wisdom is suspended I shouldn't be left unattended Look what happens when you're not holding my hand And you're not there to guide me through I get blurry on the lines And I'm a scaredy cat sometimes But I'm a lioness with you I drove to Victor Harbor with a six-string To take strumming in the sand up on my blanket when I heard a woman talking to a man They invited me to join them, though I thought it was to play them my guitar And the song that they requested was a French one It was called Menage à Trois Look what happens when I go out on my own Without you beside me I shouldn't be left unattended Look what happens when you're not holding my hand And you're not there to guide me through 
Flight was called, but stumbled at the gate. And they banned me till the 6 a.m. I fell asleep and didn't wake till 8. Look what happens when I go out on my own without you beside me. Oh, my wisdom is suspended. I shouldn't be left unattended. Look what happens. Sometimes, but I'm a lioness with you. Look what happens when I go out on my own without you beside me. Oh, my wisdom is suspended. I shouldn't be left unattended. Look what happens when you're not holding my hand. You're not there to guide me through. I get blurry on the Scary cat sometimes, but I'm a lioness with you. I get blurry on the lines, and I'm a scary cat sometimes, but I'm a lioness with you. Listen to Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. for classic country artists like Hank Williams, Moo Mullican, Lefty Vazell, Hank Snow, and many more. Remember Hillbilly Fever every Saturday night from 11 p.m. only on 3CR. And do it all style. Twenty Years on the Inside is an iconic new podcast series that gives voice to the experience of First Nations people in the Victorian prison system. Twenty Years on the Inside. I'm Vicky Roach, and I'm Kutcher Edwards. This series reflects on twenty years of listening to our mobs on the inside, as part of the Beyond the Bars prison broadcasts. Twenty Years on the Inside. Is essential listening for anyone looking to educate themselves about the realities of life on the inside and the need to end Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander incarceration. Well, a lot of the boys mentioned about being in jail. What you do really isn't who you are. You know, it's how you love your family. It's how you care about your cousins, and it's how you care about your people. That's what that's what this is about for me. 
Catch the podcast via the 3CR website or on your favourite podcast app or listen live each Monday at midday. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU and three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard two tracks prior to the miss- messages. We um, the most recently played track was Lioness um, from Becky Cole's album of that name, and prior. To that we had Graham Connors, um, When I Sleep With You, which was um, the version of his The Best So Far album released in 2000. Country music today on the show in honour of Willow. Wow, what a what a lovely, awesome, authentic, gentle, got it together human, um, you know, sort of, it's the old story, put people like that in charge and we'll have it all fixed by five o'clock next Friday. Um, certainly keep on with the music and I'll look forward to the, the album. And as I said, we'll have links to Willow's website and all the, the flow-throughs, how you can support the possible campaign and get a pre-release and all that sort of stuff um, in the podcast. Um, but for now, willowmusic.com.au once again. Well, lots happening um, coming up um, starting on Thursday week, Celebrate Bisexuality Day. I'm declaring my interest as someone on the organising committee, um, the Bi Plus Collective Australia is the Stand By Us conference. Um, the official release um, of the program happened this um, in the week just gone, and that's incredibly welcome. Um, I feel like these those things we are progressing. The bee is slowly buzzing in, so to speak, um, but we still but we still need more of it and need to be ourselves. Um, be yourself. Um, so an awesome First Nations keynote to open up on um, 10 o'clock Australian Eastern Time on the Thursday the 23rd on Celebrate Bisexuality Day. Um, that will be um, sensationals. It will be a conversation between Mandy Henningham and Todd Fernando about being First Nations, Bi Plus and LGBTIQA Plus. So that's a great way to kick things off. So many awesome events, um, as I say, declaring my interest, bye-bye binaries, binary busting for inclusive organisations. Um, here's one that I have to say, even I'd better get on my um, proverbials and join in, subtle bi, bi erasure and bold care. There's a bi writers panel, and there'll be a celebrate bi day virtual dinner, bi music and musings, That's and that's only the first day. The Thursday, on the Friday, there'll be morning yoga, um, it's all about pronouns, right? Um, one that perhaps um, it's great to see we're drilling into the, the intersections of topics, bi-plus experiences of HIV prevention and healthcare, um, declaring double interest in this one. Yours truly is on the panel for the age of bi-plus as opposed to the age of Aquarius. Um, an intergenerational bi-panel. We've now got five um, awesome panellists um, across the generation. So that's one that I'm looking forward to. Queering relationships, discussions on bi plus and polyamory. Ooh, the P word. Bi, there's a fun one, bi plus meetup for pets. There's biconic for great bi artists. What else have we got here? Um, more morning yoga on the Saturday. Then we've got Boulder, a special um, edition of Boulder, which I'm loving, I have to say, at the moment. Um, a bi plus games meetup. Um, bi lines, stories of bi plus joy and visibility. 
Buy Plus includes Plus On. What does this really look like? Buy Plus Met Up Books and then Buy Virtual Cocktails. And that's on the Saturday night, the um, 25th. Hmm, better have plenty of coffee on the 26th for the before the morning yoga. Um, there's the um, In the afternoon, there's the Biambic Pantameter. And then there's the Stand By Us Forum wrap-up celebration. So, um, and um, just beyond those four main days, um, these um, Victorian BiPlus discussion group will be on. And watch out, there'll be a competition for the best pun returning in 2021. Um, the best spontaneous ma- pun made during a forum session will win a prize. Um, you know, sort of, um, I don't know, free therapy for making puns. No, that's not quite true at all. So it is good to see these things happening. And I really want to reiterate what, um, you know, Willow said that, you know, I totally affirm that, you know, many, most 99% of us in rainbow communities go through a difficult journey at the start. Um, and that has to be affirmed. It's not easy, you know, all that sort of things. Um, and, um, well, um, you know, um, but it can, you know, sort of it can turn. Obviously, we have to, you know, re-examine things in ourselves. But sometimes we need that support from outside. And the fact that, well, I got that support from the big army boss. Um, I can't say I would have felt as safe in cadets. But I, I have to say in the two years of cadets that I did, the second year I was in signals. And it certainly wouldn't want to have been um, in the pioneers, which were the blokey blokes. Um, I've um Politics, um, just thoughts about the new leader for the Liberal Party and the impact on the community, that guy, Matthew Guy. Um, well, interesting to see. I mean, you know, look, um, it does seem like they've realised, you know, it's a question of ifs. Um, you know, he was um, leader as um, um, well, um, you know, sort of um, during the time in 2016 where the Liberals ran a pretty transphobic campaign against birth certificate laws, horrible, horrible transphobia under the coverage of parliamentary privilege, One, two people in particular whose names aren't worth mentioning. Um, but, you know, some reports say that he's learnt from some of those things after the, well, from his perspective, the disastrous result for the State Liberal Party in 2018 and won't do them again, you know, attacking safe schools or the rest. And, you know, there's been a sort of more neutral stance on LGBTI issues such as um, the Liberal Party, I think, not did not oppose the birth certificate laws when they went through. So hard to say at this stage. We'll wait and see. We'll keep an open mind um, you know, um, and um, see what happens, um, you know, we'll, what they'll do. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting one, but... Um, you know, obviously, you know, from the Liberals' point of view, they didn't feel Michael O'Brien was cutting through, which is not easy to do for opposition leaders everywhere. Crikey, ran a few articles on that during the week. And um, International Cultural Diversity Organisation, um, that's, um have to check that one out as well. And got to say also that um, a dear friend of mine was on Lance TV on Friday night, Anna Brownfield, who's an awesome film creator as well. Um, so yeah, stand by us coming up, watch, wait and see when it comes to the Liberal Party. Um, but other things coming up, um, the, um, late mail, um, is, um, on, um, not late mail, the message on freedom of species today. Um, stay tuned for them doing their great work on all things animal advocacy, um, and vegan and vegetarian and similar. 
there'll be an interview with writer Kate Hall on xenotransplantation. Now, there you go. Well, I've learnt I've learnt a new word for the day already, and when the show hasn't even started, so that's why you keep your dial locked on three CR rotations at two, um, filling um, with all sorts of good stuff, and well, some exciting news on that coming up in a couple of weeks from my point of view, and clearing the air at three, um, lining up for the next few hours. So keep your devices glued to um, three CR. Hoffler said, um, I might need um, therapy for bad dad jokes, Sally. Um, 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 yeah. And also Hoffler's mentioned another country, seeing um, a masked gay country star, Orville Peck, um, so, um, who had an article in the New York Times. So it is all happening, as they say. Anyway, take it out today um, with some more musica countrya. And this time, um, a classic re- adaption of the Mike Oldfield song, um, Tubular Bells. Have to have old country music today. What a better way to take it out than the mag- Magnificent Seven and Tubular Cowbells. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Steel.